0: Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions.
1: Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team. This is the program and if you've never joined us before, our hosts are Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady Lenore Godfrey and I am your facilitator, Oris Ridley. So we want to thank you guys for joining us today on your ride home in the evening in Cincinnati. I know it's hot right now, but we got some hot topics to talk about today and we have a guest in our studio today. Dominique LaCour Hello Welcome Thank you She's such a special young lady This this lady has so many talents She's a single lady Um, She's 36 years old For all the single guys out there (laughs) Um, She's traveled with uh, Pastor Ralph and Sister Lenora And she's assisted with different Projects that they've done Um, But more specifically Talking about The Building an Effective Marriage Team She went to Africa Where Pastor Ralph and Sister Lenore Spoke on the Building an Effective Marriage Team Work study, workbook So, welcome, Dominique Thank you So, um, let's talk about that trip And let's talk about um, Just tell us a little bit about yourself How about that? Okay, well um,
2: you said I'm 36 and, um, young. Single. thank you for reminding the <laughs> people that, yeah, single, trying to live my best life and, um, but trying to figure out, you know, I would love to be in a relationship at some point. So the phase of preparing for that is critical for me, especially as I'm getting older and wanting to have a lifestyle that I can share with someone mm-hmm. in a purposeful way. So yeah.
1: That's good, that's good. I like the way you put that in a purposeful yes, way. Yes, ma'am.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so being around Dr. Ralph and uh, Sister Lenore, tell us what you've gained, what wisdom you've, you've gleaned from them in, in all of these day and day camps and, and the trip to Africa. Tell us a little bit about okay. that. Well, the first word I would definitely say is, is wisdom they
2: are both very wise our our pastor he is he's one of my greatest supporters he's (laughs) (laughs) he's also so real that you can never deny any step of your life (laughs) so I I appreciate him though because he's very honest too so and Lenora is so sweet that you know it's like the they play off of each other in a way where I have the sensitive part from sister lenora that i need and i have the rough side from pastor godfrey rough that i need and it's like okay well now we got it oh, but the i, I, the,
3: rough, but <laughs> I, I would
0: yeah <laughs> it can be a little
2: bit rough yes, a rough, around no, little rough around the edges
0: is good. Go it's good it's good i love, love raw okay raw
3: we'll, we'll go with raw right? yes, we'll go with raw yes they really do wrong mm-hmm. and sweet yes there
2: you go but for, but for a young woman that's trying to grow and find the balance and what it is that she really needs or wants, it, like because it gets confusing out here for single women, especially when you've been in the world for so long. Mm-hmm. So the wisdom that I gained from the workshops, especially the trip to Africa, it was the first time that the, it kind of rolled out, and it was nice to see it in that form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I went to the workshop as well, it's about... I took away the vision and mission and purpose. And that to me was so critical as a single woman because I mean, I always thought I was ready to be married. Like if I was 20, I was like, whatever, somebody needed to marry me. It's like, what is going on? why people don't be calling me like it was a thing yeah but in reality girl you ain't ready to be nobody's (laughs) wife you I mean you just not you don't even know who you are what you're doing where you're going you just think that this is what you're supposed to do because that's what the people tell you Mm -hmm. in a sense and your body feel like that's what it's supposed to have because that's the next step it is right um I'm professional I got my career that's the next step But it's really not if you're not ready. Right. And the workshop helps you to see that as a single person. That's why I think it's critical for single people to be able to have it. Uh, Because I would have been so misled. Who I would have chosen in my 20s is definitely not who I would choose now. And even then, in my 20s, had I had this, I would have, I mean, I misstepped a whole lot (laughs) by not having these tools. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important to... Dive into the workshop, the book, and even just understand it from your single state. Because what I took away most is how are you gonna connect with somebody in purpose, walking out vision and mission if you don't know what you're doing? So y'all about to connect, become one, and be confused? I don't really want that for my life. Yeah. I mean, I ain't I ain't wait this long to get married to get divorced.
0: That's right. All I'm saying. right. 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 Mhm. Yeah. So
4: I, th- I think even what she's saying, because the idea is that the, the, what she's alluding to is the fact that our studies really deal with trying to get people to understand vision for their life, and, and especially a woman, the person that you're about to connect to is that person who should be, who should have the vision, and that means that husband should have a vision from God to help understand who he is, where he's going, what is he doing, Uh, where's he leading you? Because if he's not leading you properly or leading you anywhere as a woman, you got to remember the two becoming one, you're hitching your wagon to this guy who's supposed to be the head or the leader of your home. And he's supposed to be leading you somewhere. And if he doesn't know where he's going, he's taking you somewhere and you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things we talk about in in our camp is understanding that how men are supposed to hear from God, have relationship with Mm -hmm. God, so they can have direction for their lives and the life of their family.
1: Mm-hmm. So, did did I hear that you interviewed the couples
3: over oh, yes, in Africa? I did. Yes, So, what
1: kind of response? I, we talked before about it. I think briefly. What response did you see? It was it was just fascinating to see
2: how excited mm-hmm. people were to be able to have one the knowledge like it, they were so pumped up with so much energy in the room and they were willing to share like they really wanted to share their experience uh, a lot of the ladies <clears throat> which it would it would never shocks me when women really want to speak about mm-hmm. this because this we love this, this stuff us. like this That's right what we do this we is, talk this is us. but even the men were finding value in it like Oh it's not this whole reserve thing like no they were so engaged. they talked about as couples they talked about um, some of the areas that they worked on in the book, mm-hmm. so like <clears throat> once you get through it through the workshop, there's questions that you answer. They were so engaged in trying to really get to what is this and you could just see the unity. it was really beautiful to see that so.
1: Go ahead.
2: Oh new? yeah.
3: So so if if you're interested, going to our website at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com, um, some of the interviews that we had when we were in Kenya, and we spoke to the leaders of these churches are online, and you can um, just kind of get some idea of what Dominique was saying. Some of the cu- couples, what their uh, take was from the cl- the uh, class that we did. Yeah.
1: That's, that's good. So in, in comparison to here in the States, so you've been in some of the classes here in the mm-hmm. States and, and mm-hmm. working with them. What would you say the difference was from there to here? What is the difference? Did you see that same excitement? The I definitely saw the same excitement. I
2: think in the States... Because of the city we live, mm-hmm. I think that a few people are a little more reserved. Mm-hmm. That would be the only main difference that I that I would observe. I did love too. We got to have we have the social part of it where we go out and do an activity, yeah. and I think that for that it jails people together. But once you get the course going from each session to each, I think that if the same group of people stay in yeah they get more comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. so it's easier to share as you go on but i think that for the couples directly the energy was just the same Mm -hmm. because the husband and wife actually really want to and honestly um there were dating couples that were there a couple of the dating couples you i felt like they were eager and anxious to find out how this fit for them Mm
0: -hmm. as well
2: so it was it was Great energy on both ends. I just think that in here, you just get a little bit more reserved because we're we're here we're all together yeah. and most of the people we knew in some type of way. Right. But yeah. right. you know, they broke out of it soon enough. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> would you say the same? The difference? I would. Yeah. There. I mean, you know. It, We get so much in the United States also. So I think going over to another country, they they were, like Dominique said, they were hungry Mm -hmm. for, it was so different for them. I don't think they ever get opportunities to really sit down and chat about marriage. Some of them were married for five years, some of them married for 30 years. So it it was a little different for them.
4: I think culturally as well, uh, it was the challenge because uh, the way their culture and for men and the culture here uh, is totally different. You know what I'm saying? And I think what we were bringing to the table, uh, because again, we they were couples and mostly pastors and leaders. the The issue was in dealing with uh, how is a husband to love your wife when your your understanding is I'm ruling or leading, and and I don't think they see leading the way we do as far as they see it as i'm I'm the ruler of the home i'm the I'm the man, and she's to serve and wait on me and this and this uh and not understanding that love requires me to serve as well as receive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so as a as a male figure or that leader understanding how does Christ love the church when he it talks about how he gives his life for her or meaning the church mm-hmm. and so how then as a man am i supposed to give my life or serve my wife because i really that scripture really is telling us to put ourselves as husbands in the role of christ and in that role he says that i came not to be served but to serve and to give my life as a ransom well you go and 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 put that in in perspective that means like christ loves the church willing to give his life then I have to see, well, how do I serve my wife and not just look for her to serve and wait on me hand mm-hmm. and feet? But how many men want that? Because we really misinterpret what leading mean or what the scripture means that the husband is the head. We take it to mean that I am the dominating force or I'm, I'm the king of the castle or I'm the, the head brother in charge. Right. And so she's supposed to be at my beck and call. And that's really not scriptural.
1: Say that again. <laughs> yes, that's really not scriptural. Right, right.
0: <laughs>
4: not not again, Not if I'm taking it from a perspective that, again, I'm to mimic the way Christ loves us. If if I'm mimicking him, then I have to be, be willing to serve rather than to be served. Right. I have to be willing to give up my life rather than wanting her to give all to me. And if that's the case, then... That means love requires me to do above and beyond all she can ask and think Mm
0: -hmm.
4: and and really go out of my way to make sure that her life is 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 a life lived, uh, well lived by by my doing. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So you mentioned earlier in the classes, Dominique, that the vision talking about the vision and the mission and purpose that those were that's the first set of classes right yes you talk about all that in the first class yes well this is uh, here in your workbook here um i see where you've written man was first created and given vision mission and purpose woman was created like you were just saying to help Or rather, assist man in the vision given by, given him by God. Now, why do you think that it's difficult for man to um, allow that help me to help?
4: You're asking me or Dominique. Yes, I'm at Well I I
1: brought I brought brought that up because Dominique brought up the mission, the vision, and and all of that. And so just because that was just the beginning of the study, that was my question. Just you know, why do you think that's difficult for man to I'm asking you, Dr.
3: Godfrey. (laughs) Yes, not the ladies. Dominique
1: brought up the vision piece. And, and it just led me to my question About ah, vision, mission, okay. and purpose So I'm asking you, doctor <laughs> Since you're the only man in the room Right What is your answer?
4: And, and the question one more time The
1: question is Why is it so difficult For man to allow that woman To be the help that God created her to be?
4: I, I, again, I, I think Well, it depends if we really put it in perspective We go back to bad training And bad teaching uh, Because again The way we're taught That again to be a man if, if Think about all the TV shows You watch mm-hmm. And you see the hero is usually always Doing it alone He don't need anybody He's the machoism Is the fact that I can do this I don't need any help okay culture our culture in America teaches men to go it alone that's really not scriptural because scripture identifies that it was not good for man to be alone uh so with that being the case the idea is that if if man is given vision to to guide his life or to really to do the will of god in the earth that's what it's about that's why god wants relationship with man and woman the idea is there's there's my will and i need you to comply to the will of god so with that being the case most men don't understand that because they don't connect to god mm-hmm. so when we take on life in general we take on life uh again trying to do it on our own we might have a, our boys there around us but we usually want them to cheer us on but we don't really want help to do things because at the end of the day we want to be, feel like we've accomplished something so we can stake our claim that i did this as a man but again the help meet part of that wasn't again where a woman was subservient to that help she was never to be subservient but she was to be equal in counseling and helping and steering him and uh to to be part of that vision that god has for him and that family because when god puts us together it's no longer me or one we're we're i mean me by myself or individualism it's us together now we're one so you're part of the vision that god has me there's a part you're supposed to play. Now it's up to me to understand your part. It's up to you to help me to identify your part. And once we can figure that part out, now we can work together to do what it is we're supposed to accomplish. It could be business, it could be ministry, it could be raising children, whatever it is, there's something that God wants us, that's not just one thing, there's many things that God has put us together to do and now we have to identify what that is, which requires both of us to pray, both of us to be connected, both of us to communicate, both of us to, to really want to, to please God in our relationship.
3: And when, you, when Pastor was just saying about being a helpmeet, that's why I love the fact, Dominique, being single mm-hmm. and, and understanding the importance of learning these things, being a helpmeet is a huge job for a wife. It's, it's huge. You have to understand what that means. You, if you look in scripture, they compare the wife to the Holy Spirit that is given to mm-hmm. man as, as a, a helper. helper. Mm-hmm. And a part of the book, it says the word helper in the original Hebrew is ezer. This word means a person who contributes to the fulfillment of a need or furtherance of an effort or purpose. That's what it is. But that's That's huge. So, as Pastor said, the vision, how am I, as a young lady, going to understand how I am going to fit when two become one? Right. I have to understand how I fit within the vision that my husband has for the family. Mm -hmm. And so I love the fact, Dominique, you say, you know, you want to come, you want to learn, because you realize at 20, you don't understand what that means to be a true helpmeet. But the fact that you say, you know, when I can be around people and glean from people who can train me, then, you know, you're you're making changes that get you there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. See,
2: the truth of the matter for me is I could maybe have known that if this material was available to me earlier. Because every 20-year-old, maybe not even immature and just out here just trying to live the life and be in the world, there are people that want this. They don't know that they need it. Right. So... Once it's available to them, then they can, t- oh, you know, that's what it looks like. The example has never been given to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like that that's a lack. But it's because people aren't out here teaching this, like, oh, yeah, this is what womanhood looks like. No, when I came up, womanhood looked like, oh, you get your husband and you make his plate. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. end. Like, right. yeah. that's it. They're not talking about, oh, no, you find out who you are in Christ. Because that's important. Because who I am in Christ, once that's identified, I am not looking for anybody. I'm waiting for the attachment, but I'm not even waiting because I'm not tripping on that. I am... Focused on what I'm supposed to be focused on Because I'm walking out what it is God called me to do In my singlehood right. And know. that's what yeah. changes the game right. Because if you're on that path already You're just waiting on a handsome Or maybe not so handsome <laughs> To attach <laughs> himself to you And you guys go forward But that's why we should both on both ends Be doing our own thing there right. you know. Yeah,
4: And you'll right. see the quality that you bring right. And see that's the problem Sometimes I think women are waiting, 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 waiting And then when a the man comes and he does see her He's interested but all he's, he don't see anything. There's nothing she's bringing to the table except for I'm going to be your wifey and I'm going to freak you. And he's like, yeah, but after the freaking, then what? So right,
0: what else? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But, and what and, else? and, and
4: right. I why you to
2: ask that question because some of them like, okay, we're going to freak until we done. And then the end. Like, But then three, four five years later, they're ready to freak somebody else because you don't have any value to him. And he, you're looking at him like, well, whatever, I'm doing all this for you. But you don't know your role. You don't understand that you guys were created to come in here and do bigger work. It was bigger than you in that sexy dress or that lingerie. It was bigger than this wedding that we planned.
4: Bigger than than children. Yes. It's bigger. Bigger. All of that. Because
2: the moment that I had, I was, I'll be extremely transparent. I'm literally like dating and um, I'm reading and I'm doing the workbook and I'm like, oh, this one ain't it. It's absolutely not this is not it. It will never work. Mm-hmm. You couldn't pay me to make it work. It's not going to it's just not right. And you know who you're with and how that how y'all relationship works. But when I had the material to focus and it made me get really serious about what am I seeing and what where are we going? Right. And I'm right. like, "Okay, well let me see your vision." Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's what they that look like? That's what you want us to go? Oh, baby, no. You can't take me there. Yeah. And it was a moment that was just real for me. You just get it. Like, okay, all right, so this might be a thing. I don't know how long it's going to be a thing, but it ain't going to be a husband-wife marriage. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going to unite in that yeah. way. Right. So yeah. I don't mean want to scare you single people off, but, I mean, I just want you to be real because I would rather know that dating than marry somebody be miserable in five years and then we both decided we just gonna have people on the side and all of that extra because you never know what what ends up happening down it just gets weird, and I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah,
4: because, again, if if you two have no purpose, no direction, then where, where are you going? going? Right. Exactly. And and usually for a man, he begins to wander or see other things yes. because his vision, or because he's a really vision keeper, mm-hmm. he begins to see visually other women, other things that strikes interest. Why? Because right. he has no direction anyway. Right. So now he's thinking, oh, I'll find my excitement in this, this other person. Here we person. go. Right. And we step out of marriage because, again, not understanding that I should have been going in a different direction. Meanwhile, here's something else I'm looking at mm-hmm. that has my attention when I should have been focused on what God has put in front of me right. in the first place right. with this person that I'm connected with.
3: Right. And, and just imagine your spouse with no vision. So he's running rampant and you're following as a, as the or wife sitting. or you sitting, know, that, that <laughs> right. makes you lack respect right. very quickly. Absolutely. You, you Absolutely. don't respect a man
2: like that, especially if you have a desire to be living in your life with purpose and walking out of like you're seeking God to find out what that is. Even if you're confused about exactly what it is. Yes. If you have a heart to find it and the person you're attached to is just out here. Right. You you will have a hard time right. respecting that, and person.
3: naturally, as women, we we are workers. We're we are, worker innate. So aid. it's innate in us. And so if he doesn't have the vision, we're going to find some vision. Yeah. I mean, you if you look you at the church, <laughs> right. right? and it's all the women who are busy working. Yeah. And because, because giving
4: them no direction.
3: No direction, and we will find something. And we a pastor usually ourselves. give you a direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, a pastor usually give true. direction true. and vision, that and that's true. why you
4: find women always working are in church. In the true. church, you barely Absolutely. find men. Where are they usually at home watching TV or doing something extracurricular on the side that brings them pleasure, but they're not going anywhere. They're not taking their wife anywhere. Meanwhile, the church is being ran by women because right. they. The pastor gives them. I need this done. And you got fifty ex- women like. Let's help them. They jump yes. together, band yeah. together, and they take care. And that's what keeps the church going. Yes, it's amazing. It
3: yeah. is. It is.
1: Well, I like the way you sound, Dominique. Uh, I like that. There's a, a talk show where the lady says, "You're doing the work, sweetie," and you are. You're doing the work and prayerfully this guy over here is doing the work too so when y'all come together yeah. y'all are on the same page now let me ask you this when you are ready in, in that position to um, get serious with someone to marry would you encourage him to come through these oh you' get married if he don't I'm sorry. <laughs> the end. It's, it's not happening.
2: You will. We will be in counseling, and he has to believe in counseling. And we definitely are going through this course. And he's gonna be at every single one. He's gonna be excited as me. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. And and for the single ladies that's listening, that's really important. Counseling. I mean, we. I did counseling here before we got married. And if this book had been around. A lot of things may have been a little different. (laughs) But I feel like um, people do counseling just as a formality, anyway. Most times
4: it is. And and we have, I think here at New Left, we have a a good counseling uh, material. Uh, we haven't used our book yet, but uh, but it's, it's on the radar to be used. But most most of the book we use it it does give you information to to help you think things through. But I think the only difference in what we do is again we're trying to get couples to think ahead, think of the future, think about uh, again their purpose together because there is a reason we came together now what is that reason right. because if we don't understand that again yeah we might work to get a new house we might work toward a retirement we work to make money we work to raise kids
1: get things yeah
4: pay mm-hmm. bills and and right just to do the physical but at the end of the day god is looking at something more now we're you know understand that we're talking about christians and or believers of of the of of god and and if they believe that God is directing them in their life, then there should be more to us just than making money and, and, and just focusing on the, the natural. There is a spiritual and supernatural uh, thing that God wants out of our life, out of our marriage, and that's what we need to connect with and understand what is that.
3: Correct, so, and the classes are not just for those who are interested in getting married. These are, classes are for folks who are already married, because sometimes, one neat thing about this, it's a workbook. So you're actually working through and writing down and you're writing the vision. So one thing that we really encourage is when you write it, it gives you some basis to look back and say, okay, God got us here, God got us there. So that's the unique piece.
1: Okay, so we want to thank Dominique, for joining us today. Yes. You're welcome. And thank you, thank for you guys for joining us on your ride home. Um, and remember, we're here every Friday at five thirty p.m. We want to give a real quick shout out to Michelle one person or Melissa. That Melissa we have Davis. Melissa Davis. She wrote in, and she's going to get her free Building an Effective mirrors Team Study Workbook. And we have four more people. That will get theirs as well. If you have any burning questions, please email us at buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. That's buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com. Thank you for being with us today, listeners, and we hope that you've enjoyed this discussion.
0: Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team program. We would like to provide the first five people who email or call us with a copy of Building an Effective Marriage Team* study workbook to thank you for listening. We believe this book will provide you with excellent kingdom insight and will help you have a successful marriage team. To contact us by email, you can reach us at www.BuildingAnEffectiveMarriageTeam.com. Again, that's www.BuildingAnEffectiveMarriageTeam.com. To call us, you can reach us at 513 561 5120. Again, that's 513 561 5120. Thank you again for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program.